see me. You can see Matt. Matt looks great. Probably better for everyone. Um, I don't actually know if the upload quality is good enough or if the sound is good enough. So if there are issues on either end, just let me know if you need a. If you need me to speak up a little bit. Yeah, someone will say something in the comments, I assume. Um, how are you? Good. A uh, little bit of running around here and there, you know. Have you any age groups? No. Are you adapters? No, we, uh, we don't. Uh, one of our coaches actually has uh, an athlete in the 14 and 15. Okay. Um, but... This is honestly like the first year that we don't, usually we come uh, packed with you know, 15, 20 plus. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's just focus is just on individual for me this year. Okay, so I'm, I'm at five. Oh, yeah, five. All five. Yeah. Five, five for five. That was the goal. Yeah. Uh, get, get them over here. Do you say goals like that out loud? Like in, when you're in group uh, with the five, do with you the say five. the aim is to get all of you? For sure. You know, um, it, it's a it's a slightly different conversation for each one. You know, as 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 you continue to uh, you know go throughout the years and return back to the games, yeah. um, there's a little bit less pressure on that point. But then, like for example, you know, Danielle uh, probably feels the most pressure, right? Because she continues to progress, and so uh, that podium's in sight and it's very attainable. Um, and then. On the flip side of that, on the other end, we can feed in the CrossFit Games. Um, you know, she felt a lot of pressure going into semifinals. Yeah, right. Um, but you know, to answer your question, it's it's something that uh, I can see in their training. You know, with having three women in there that are games athletes, you can see if you know if he's inching closer to Emma. Um, or Danielle in a specific style of uh, training or workout, and you start to get confidence, and then you know it's, it is a conversation that we have. How often do they train? Uh, they train like what five days, six days? Uh, they train five days a week, actually. So typically, very normal is going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, two a day off Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday, two a day off Sunday. Okay. The audio is low, so I'm just going to figure this out. Talk closer. Is this better? Um, so, which which audio is all mine or Matt's? Because both are up at 10. Slightly better. What so, I guess I'll just, just talk like this. But have you got a voice box? Like yeah. a like we just, the guy in South Park. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, we just call it close to mouth, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is probably better. Um, Oh, actually, that's a good point. Let me just double check. Uh, okay, is that better? Maybe that's better, I don't know. Maybe it's just talk better. I, just, I, have, I essentially have a microphone in my mouth now, so if it's not good enough now, this is just the reality of that we live in. Okay. Um, the uh, so yeah, five days a week. How many of those five days are say everyone training with everyone or like is it also that's zero? Zero, yeah. So, our gym is probably a third of this. All right, so if you look at this right here, this is the this is the size of the gym, 
okay. this is actually a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, and so a, a good way for, for people to kind of visualize it is um, we are slightly bigger than HWPO's old gym before okay. they just moved into their recent one. Wow. Okay. Right. So we have uh, two people that train in the morning. Uh, Emma and Fee will train early in the morning. And then we have... And are they doing different things from each other? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then we have uh, Danielle, Dallin, and James will train uh, at 11. Right. So they'll different do... things again. Yep. They'll okay. do about actual training time. So that from the moment that they start their first uh, like training piece, it's about two, two and a half hours. Um, and then they'll go home, excuse me, rest and eat, come back in for their second piece, which is usually... Um, you know, in contrast to whatever they did in that morning time. So if they did something heavy in the morning, they won't do something heavy uh, in the afternoon, right? And it's it's like that pretty much the entire year up until like the last month and a half, I would say. Yeah. Uh, right when we got out of um, semifinals, that's when things start to change a little bit. Okay. And did it, so you say Sprague is in and Donald is in, right? Mm-hmm. And they're both training for two and a half hours. Is it just, do they do, obviously they have different needs, like individual needs, like Spray has a lot of needs. Yeah. <laughs> Not even fitness yeah. needs. Emotional. <laughs> yeah. Um, but do they, would it be the case that, like, say, Spray might do his conditioning piece first and Dada would do some of the skill piece first and then they swap so that they're not, like, yeah. racing each other? I actually, you know, I actually, I, I tell them all the time, like, I wish they, they do that. So there, there's moments where they all want to use the clock. Okay. Right. So visualize this. Dallin's doing something where it's, you know, rowing, wall balls, and something else. James is doing something where it's like heavy barbell cycling. Danielle's doing something uh, that could be, um, I don't know, something completely different. For Danielle, it's usually not gymnastics inspired, especially for handstand stuff, right? Okay. Three, two, one, go. They all start their separate workout. Okay. Dallin could be going for five minutes at a time. James could be going for two minutes at a time. Danielle could be going for eight minutes at a time. Yeah. So I'm in there and I'm like watching one, watch. So I tell him it's a little bit more difficult for me to have all of them going at the same time. And they're all doing different things. And I all have to like be able to see and coach them. Uh, but again, whatever is easiest for them, that's fine. And I'll just kind of figure it out from there. So that's kind of like the, uh, the thought of what's happening. So in essence, they're never really doing the same thing ever. Yeah. Only within the last like month were they doing the same thing. And how do you manage that when they're doing the same thing? When they are doing the same thing? Uh, that's that is actually tough. because um, everyone has, you know, with the personalities. No matter uh, what you say to them. If you say like no, you're not racing, like within ten seconds, it's like yeah. advanced sideways. Uh well, you know, it's it's fun to have like the the girls racing the guys. Okay. Because uh, it's like it's serious, but it's not as serious, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not as comparable. I exactly. Guess. Yeah. Um, and then we have people in camp where it's like competition to everything to them. And you can kind of tell from uh, like their perspective on how they say things immediately when things are done. Yeah. It's like I finished at this time when they're, you know, when the next person finishes or if the person finishes before them or whatever the case may be, they'll immediately go up to that person and be like, what did you get? How did you do it? How did you break it down? Mm. You know, and, you know, everyone has different personalities. So some people are a little bit more reluctant to share. Some people have, uh, you know, they've practiced and worked on uh, being okay with giving out those numbers to 
their competition because in essence, like this week, the girls are all competing against each other. Yeah. Right. Uh, James and Dallin competing against one another, and they're everyone's highly competitive. Uh, they just they have obviously like different ways of handling the competitiveness and when they lose and when they win. Uh, and they work well together in a sense of like they're very respectful of uh, each other's, um, you know, emotional state mm. when they know like, OK, I'm I'm really, really happy, you know, and I want to be proud of my effort, but I don't want to make the other person feel like, you know, that shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can say it. <laughs> um, so the other street horror of the record. So originally when we first got everyone there, we probably did two days of five people working out at one time. Okay. And we had we had different faces in there at first. Um and immediately I was like, well, this person cannot be in the same room as that person. Okay. Uh, you know, this person's happy-go-lucky. This person is like, they're clocking in for work and that's all they care about. So it's just a clash, you know? Uh, and immediately I was like, all right, we're going to split this up into two groups. And it actually worked out very well, not just for spacing purposes, uh, but it allows me to put a lot more attention on people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say... The, the big thing is having um, separation of personalities Yeah, is probably the does, does number two reason. Get on with everyone. Like, is there anyone? Yeah. Yeah, everyone gets on with like an intense group. I'm like, like I, I'm a teacher, right? And I teach in a big school. So if there's people that I don't like, I can avoid, like staff members, not kids and stuff. But yeah. it's like staff members that I don't like, I can be like, oh, I'll sit down at the other end or I'll work, whatever. But five is quite intense. Because there are in Ireland three really small schools, and I hate to work in like a three-teacher school where it's like you the same company all the time. Yeah. But like with five, there is a danger of like two people don't like each other, and it's can't be around each other. Not even just training, just can't be around each other. Is there is there any kind of issues like that there's no issues like that um I, I, like i guess the difference here is uh if there is different like a wide range of ages yeah right so uh danielle and fee you know both over the age of 27 right um emma you know just turned 19 so there's there's different like you know they're at different points in their lives um you know there's different things that uh Danielle and Fee have uh, experience as women in general. Yeah. Um, that, you know, their focus is just here, uh, where Emma is, you know, being young. And I feel like I was in this position as well when I was uh, playing college sports is that's really all I cared about was yeah. the sport, you know. And then I transitioned into a, in a state where I'm like, OK, my life is more than just this this sport right here. Mm. Um, and so naturally, they all respect one another. Um, you know, Danielle and Fee might go out for drinks, uh, you know, and hang out with one another, right? Emma can't drink. Yeah. I don't think she would ever choose to. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they come in and, again, they all, you know, really respect one another. I guess the common ground they have is competing, whereas the, the uncommon ground 
is like everything off the top of the floor and it's totally different for all of them. Like even, you know, Dala and Danya being totally different lives just on multiple levels. Yeah. Um, yeah. With the game training then, so coming up, you, you said that they're all kind of doing the same thing after a while. Um, is that you guys thinking, okay, usually at the games, this, this, this happens, let's try and predict what happens, or is there, is like, is that a dangerous game to play of trying to be overly presumptuous, maybe? I think it's a smart game to play to say, uh, hey, this could come out. Let's make sure that we have a good feel. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so I guess a good example of this would be um, uh, what's what's one thing that we did? Oh, uh, let's say pullovers. Right. So this is, you know, we I know that we got to be improving our skill, uh, high level gymnastics skills. Like what's the next thing that could potentially come out? Right. So we spent a good two, three weeks of just doing pullovers. Yeah. Right. It's not it wasn't a matter of like. You know, we need to create an adaptation of these athletes to make sure that they're doing 16 unbroken pullovers. But we need to make sure that they know what the hell they're doing when pullers come pullovers come out. And we're not, you know, a day from starting. And we're like, okay, guys, we got to figure these pull up these pullovers out. Uh, and so we we use we utilize that just to get these athletes with their hands on things. Yeah. Um, just so there's a game plan. Like, you know, I, you would see a lot of athletes do. Uh, on their videos, it'd be like burpee bar muscle-ups or bar muscle-ups on a rope or like thick bar bar muscle-ups. You know, they're really doing it just to get a feel and to make sure that they know what it's like. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a reason why uh, rookies historically don't perform as well as people have been here for two or plus years, right? Because they understand that, uh, you know, the little tiny details of the game within the game, uh, not even versus one another per se, mm. but making sure that you are doing everything in your power uh, to uh, create like a, almost like an ease in your event. Yeah. Right. So an easy example would be like this. Um, you know, if we're doing uh, like the pig flip on day one, um, you know, it's going to be hot out there. So an ice towel underneath your hat to stay cool. Yeah. Right. Keep that body temperature down. Uh, a dry towel to wipe off your hands. Yeah. When you're sweating. Right. I mean, everyone deals with that. Right. So it's the little things in that where it's like or someone that's brand like new. Knowing to sit down. Yeah. And not watch. Yeah. The heat after you or exactly. Yeah. It's like it's those little things is like as rookies like there's so many things happening around you you're like you're getting pushed around as cattle it's like you're just you're there you're listening but you're not truly like loose in yourself yeah or like these other athletes like you'll and you'll see it in the warm-up area like some are super calm uh joking around even and some of the rookies are just like uptight and just like just like whatever you tell me to do i'm gonna do it mm. you know um and so you know being able to have the ability to try things out and test things out to make sure that you have a game plan for yourself, you understand the feel when you go out in North Park and you're flipping a pig, what is that going to feel like? Yeah. I guess you have the benefit as well of the floor is quite hot. Yeah, so it's like, a little steamy not, there. Yeah, it's not going to sure. be a culture shock, but like, it's not going to be like, I don't know, an Irish athlete coming over to Madison where it's like, we have to scrap a bit of the day because the service temperature yeah, is too hot. Yeah, man. We don't already have that problem. Um, and like, this is beautiful weather. Like, yeah. this is, this right here is like, morning winter weather for us 
winter winter time yeah like 50 oh, like 55 and 60 is like winter time weather wow okay i think what did we say yesterday the, it was like a 59 day in ireland is like did we say 70 or yeah. yeah it was like 72 or something we'd be like whoa okay really we'll get like five washes dry today we'll get like really yeah, that's yeah. impressive yeah that's that's actually it sounds like a lovely day we just have middle it's just yeah. never too hot it's never too cold it's just like yeah fine Man, um, that's nice with semi-finals then so the five uh the five were the focus and trying to get all the in and you know it happened but like during semi-finals if it's hard coaching and trying to have eyes on three different people at a time we're going to do what about that scenario then being at semi-finals and you want to give all of your attention to Danielle and you want to give all of your attention to Dallin and so on but you can't give all of your attention to everyone all the time like, mm-hmm. what's what's the management there yeah so the what we do is uh we have coaches that are there with us that are assigned athletes okay uh specific to what uh when they're warming up and how they're warming up and who's talking to who immediately coming off of a workout, which is typically the hardest point. Um, is that so, because of, like, is that difficult because you need to have someone who will say the right, or say nothing, or don't say nothing, or whatever, is that the problem there? Yeah. Uh, a little bit of yes. So uh, we have me, Coach DC, which is going to be coached with me today, and then Coach Dom. So there's the three main coaches. Um, the big thing for us is uh, I have to know that, you know, if I'm with Danielle putting her through a warm up, I can walk away and tell Dom to slide over and go with Danielle, and I'm going to head over to Fee. Yeah. And then I'm going to go to Emma to make sure that everyone's warm up is going well. Because warm up is just warm up, and that's not really anything crazy. But yeah. Um, typically during that time, we're talking strategy. They're walking, they're walking themselves through strategy and pacing. Um, so I'm just kind of like sliding around. Uh, Post workout, everyone's assigned their athlete, right? So uh, I'll be with one all the time, right off the jump. And then I've already had communication with the other two girls, where it's like, hey, I'm coming to you. Uh, and we're going to break down everything. So but after five yeah, minutes or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and then same thing with, with the other one. Uh, I'm coming around and making my uh, my stops. Uh, I just need to make sure that, you know, when these girls are coming off, one's happy, one's sad, and one is just like, man, you know. If they all come out and they're all happy, like, it's that's probably the best uh, scenario in the world. Uh, but it's usually not the case like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so protecting their, uh, you know, their emotional state is is really really important. And that's really what we aim to do. The guys are, they're just really really easy. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like it doesn't matter if there was, a, you know, someone in a green suit in front of them, like uh, like one of those green men. As long as words are coming out of their mouth, they're like, okay, perfect. Like that's all I needed. You yeah. know, like. It's just a little bit easier with the guys. Does the attention shift as the weekend goes on? Do you start not distancing yourself, but like I guess being less, uh, less intensely present, maybe with say Danielle and Emma and Alan, because they're ignoring some weird fuck up they're in. Whereas mm-hmm. V is kind of like it's a little bit closer, and James is really close. Do you kind of pull away from the ones that are in and go towards the ones that are more on the front line? Yeah. 
not necessarily. You know what? What I do is, I just really try to get them to focus on what they can control, right? So, you know, it, the the talk changes on depending on where they're at, um, but it's just a very brief talk, right? So let's say someone's on the cut line. I may I might say something early to them in the morning just to get them going, but once we start our warm up. And once we get, you know, underneath the uh, arena, it's re- every focus, every like word that's coming out of my mouth is like, let's be present right here. Mm. Right. You can't control what's about to happen. The only thing you can control right now is your strategy and your pacing to make sure that uh, you get your best possible score, you know, because we don't know what these other guys and girls are capable of. Uh, you know, so if we just keep the intention and the focus on this, then it gives us our best opportunity to make it through you know the 20. Um, you, so you, you coach two and a half hours in the morning, two, and a, two hours in the evening or whatever on your dinner. Uh, yeah. But then that's uh, one group. So you do that twice. Yeah, so in off season for us, so I would say off season's like anything outside of semifinals. Okay. Right, for these five. Um, I'm there for one session. So it's usually about five, maybe six hours okay. in the morning. Um, and then their evening session, they do it by themselves. And up until uh, last season, you were like a coach at group. And now you own group, is that accurate? Yeah, so up until last season, uh, I was, uh, I would call myself like a remote coach. Okay. Um, and then I started bringing my athletes down to Naples. And then uh, a few months ago, uh, Micah and I actually, uh, now own brute yeah so it's congrats it's a thanks man it's a different role uh but it's one that uh it fits so so well for us you know because we we do things uh he he has strengths that i don't ever want to you know teach myself you know like marketing um you know things that i just don't even want to bother to be in that in that realm and then i told mike i was like look i'll i'll gladly do this as long as my priority, priority number one, is coaching these five athletes. Yeah. So has, you, has there been a dump of extra stress on top of you, or has, is the fact that there's two of you, is that really lessening yeah. the load? Uh, you know, uh, I'm still a CrossFit gym owner yeah. as well. Um, I would say with that in the picture still, um, that is where the majority of the the stress kind of comes from because it kind of pulls me out of the headspace that I want to be in yeah. with brute. Um, and so I, w- I would say that that's probably the biggest thing. And, you know, there's, it's, it, there's, there's only a little, a little while longer before, um, um I'm no longer the owner there okay. anymore. Um, How long and have you so, owned that for? so I've been a cross CrossFit owner since 2013. Wow. Okay. Um, different locations, different gyms. Yeah. yeah. And so it'll be it'll be nice again just to put all my my mental space into one category into one ship moving in the same direction. Yeah, sad as well though. <laughs> yeah, you know I don't I don't necessarily see it as like sad sad. I see it as like um, almost like like a, a step a step up in a, in a in a business model that's a digital business model. Yeah, um, mainly right, not all of it, but mainly. Um, but like any business, it's, 
are you good at solving problems? Yeah, that's really what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a restaurant or if it's a membership or, you know, clothing company. It's just like a new set of problem solving. Yeah. Um, and that's the part I like is trying to figure those things out from my perspective, mm. you know, because I, I could solve problems um, looking more from like a, a personal perspective. And Micah could be looking from the numbers. And those are two different headspaces, but they both need each other. Mm. Um, obviously, like, say, like, I, I have this thing of, like, oh, I'd love to, I'd love to own a gym, own a gym, whatever, but I don't have, like, any of the required skill sets. I just have the interest. Um, so I think on paper, it's like, that would be brilliant. But then in practice, it would be a fucking train wreck. Um, obviously, when you were remote coaching at group and then even in-person coaching at Brute versus buying Brute, owning Brute, and now it's yours. Um, were there, like, things that surprised you, shocked you? Was it like, oh, this is actually, like, it's, it's all well and good kind of being a backseat driver and being like, oh, we really should be doing this. And then, like, when it's actually your decision, like, it's a bit trickier. I actually, I mean, I like the control, to be honest. Um, and I like to put the responsibility on myself yeah you know i'm i'm always okay with putting blame on myself um you know and just being like that didn't go how i was hoping it would but immediately my brain's like what needs to be done next time you know and it's literally just notes getting written down to improve um you know right now the big thing with brute is we're going through like an ex like a major rebranding yeah. phase right now that it should uh we should be unleashing at the end of august okay um and so you'll see little like bits and pieces of it here and there throughout the week um but again rebranding a major rebrand is something that's new to me yeah and so i'm almost like in a roller coaster like having fun with it and like excited about it um excited to share my you're, thoughts about you're it having forward, you're excited about it because pulling his hair out <laughs> yeah right well like you know it, the difference would be like if i'm at the crossfit gym you know since 2013 doing stuff like that it's like did we get the toilet paper on time yeah, yeah. you know are did the towels get clean yeah you know are they are they still wiping their body with chalk and rolling around on the floor with it <laughs> like i'm i'm at the point you asked me that question 10 years ago and I'm just like, oh, it's all right, guys. Like, we're going to find ways around this thing. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm just like, you know, the, the brain is just like, that shouldn't be happening. We already talked about this. Handle it. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, um, which, you know, that's just that's just how life goes. Uh, but, you know, it's just a different level of excitement. It's like a new parent versus <laughs> parent of a teenager. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, sometimes I hear it referred to as like uh, a new, like baby number one versus baby number two. Yeah. Like yeah. baby one is like. You're just like oh, holding great. it, yeah, yeah pretend, and then baby two's like, nah, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like make your own sandwich. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right. It's like keep it fine. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Okay, so the aim. Uh, are you are you going to stay in situ? That is, Brute going to move? Like you're talking about the size of the facility. Is there plans mm -hmm. to expand that? We do have plans to move. Uh, we're going to stay in Florida. Uh, our goal is to uh, see if we can make the move. Uh, by early 2024. Okay. Um, with, you know, the location is... Is that a from a scratch location or a existing? Sorry, have you got to the right mind? Uh, we haven't quite gotten to that point yet. Yeah. Um, we know the city that we want to be in, in Florida. 
uh, it's just a matter of like getting past this week and being able to put the time and effort into uh, yeah. that move. But um, all the athletes are on board. And is it going um, to stay at five? Do you think? Like the athletes, in, yeah. So ideally, in a perfect world, um, our coaches move down. So it's going to be brute HQ, okay, like yeah. a true HQ. Our coaches move down, move in, um, and as they come in, we get more athletes coming in. I don't think I can handle more than five, yeah. to be honest. Uh, but we have an excellent coaching staff, um, you know, that are located really like all around the world. Um, yeah, you got a guy in like Switzerland, don't you? Yeah, so DC, DC's from Switzerland. Uh, Micah's from Alabama. We have people in Louisiana. Uh, we have uh, another one in Ohio um, or Philly, I should say. Um, so they're fr- they're really all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I I would need them. Uh, around me yeah. to help build this thing because even though I'm only coaching five, I don't see why we don't have, you know, five others just like them coming yeah. in and they're just being coached by a different coach. Yeah. Cause that's when you have the space. Yeah. And yeah. And that's really the thing is like, um, you know, having everyone move, move into a new location uh, and having more high level athletes uh, with around people with the same mindset, you know, same goals. I think it'll just bring everyone's uh, effort, I would mm. say, up and um, intentions up for mm. the coming season. Um, you, so you have all these uh, different roles and responsibilities and stuff now. Um, do you do you like still make sure that you have time to train? Do you still like work for dinner? Do you still like you know have you got a social life or are you just like gym, home, program? Yeah, yeah. I make sure I have a social life. Um, training sometimes doesn't really go. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I think that the most difficult thing is to do like, I know I have work and I try to go tell myself I have an hour to do this. And within that hour, I can't shut the work brain off. Yeah. And so I'm like taking, I'm like walking over, taking notes, walking back, getting like more work and then taking notes again. Uh, but what I've been trying to do is just like, I'll give myself an hour early in the morning, like six to seven to do like my thing, which I get a lot more um, uh, happiness from, you know, being alone for an hour yeah, and going for a jog and then, you know, like you doing a, a go bit, a routine. Then. What? A bit of an introvert. Like you get energy from being on your own. You know, it's, I think it's almost the opposite of that. It's like, um, I'm very protective of people's energy. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm essentially there to help and naturally help like to please others so much that it drains me. Yeah. And so I need that like downtime, alone time of just silence. Um, you know, and the morning time is, you know, when the whole world is still kind of sleeping Yeah, is the best time for me to get that type of work done. So, you know, a little bit of training on the weekend. I told my athletes, I was like, you know, Saturday and Sunday, like off season, I'm not available to you. Yeah. You know, like if you have something to text me about training and workouts, put it in notes, talk to me on Monday about it. Cause if you text me, I'm probably not going to respond during the off season about it. Yeah. Um, you, know. and you don't want to piss them off by just leaving it. Behind you, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and we all, we all got our own things and, yeah. um, yeah, I, I'm so. terrible for that where I will text, email, but at like 
because I'm passionate about it. I'm like, I assume everyone else is as well. So I'll send people messages any day, like, don't care. Yeah. And then, but I also never expect a reply until yeah. like business hours or whatever. So the only person that doesn't get away, that, that doesn't get that side of me, I would say is Micah. Like, if I have something in my head, I'll usually start a text off with a good morning. Yeah. You know, it won't just be like, hey, blah, 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 bum. It'll be like, I hope, you know, good morning. Also, you're sending it's, it at 8 p.m. Let's say good morning. It could, well, yeah. it could be anything. It could be like a 5.30 like, text, which is, you know, an hour before he so gets you, up. Do you leave your phone on? Uh, no. Do not disturb. Yeah. We're, we're both workaholics, and we had that conversation before we started. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. So it's you know he he gets that, but you know, for the most part, um, you know, because for like for me, if I have like an idea flowing around in my head, uh, I I'll send it off to Micah. It doesn't really need a response. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, hey, like these things would be so cool. You know, yeah, yeah. that's like weekend talk. Um. So before this weekend, then we'll wrap up. I know you're like conscious of your whole team in a few minutes. Um, before this weekend, do you personally sit down with each of the five and say, okay, here's what success looks like for you, or, or what do you think success is for you, like for you, and then find a, you know, you, you could be like, oh, we need to pull that back a little bit, or like, oh, no, you can go for more than that. Yeah. That's actually a talk that I had with all of them coming out of semis. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I know what everyone's uh, abilities are. They know what their abilities are. Um, you know, it, it's usually everyone has a range, you know, it could be like, it could be like three, like three spots. Yeah. You know, let's say from, uh, spot, uh, seven to spot 10. Yeah. Right. So I usually say, okay, let's see this week. Let's get aim to see if we can get under a uh, 12th. Okay. Right. 12th or better. Right. Uh, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that for uh, false confidence. Uh, it's truly what I believe. You know, uh, and if they just execute in the way that I know they can do, then it's it's very much a possibility in reality. Mm. Right. So I have the belief in them. And a lot of times, especially during the last like two weeks, um, sometimes the confidence will take a little a little hit. Yeah. You know, um, and so that's a rational or an irrational hit. Yeah, yes. man. It's like, you know, they're very hard on themselves and it works. It works. You know, mm. it's what it's like their competitive edge but sometimes it can be a little too much yeah uh so when i'm giving them my expectations that are very realistic uh you know that's it's really just setting the tone for them yeah you know um are you dating anyone yeah yeah i like that uh uh yeah yes um uh yes i am in a relationship right now um and uh how do you separate that from coaching like is it like because those things those sort of things tend to happen organically yeah but then there's obviously conversation if you don't have conversations about parameters and things Mm -hmm. that causes problems for Uh, it's like a hat on hat off coaching hat on coaching hat off uh you know there is uh, it, it is a lot of gray area, and it's something that it's a it's a constant uh, work. Yeah. Um, but you know, what is how boring would life would be if it was just like you know, easy, you know, <laughs> like complacent. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, like less challenges. Uh, I see it as just like 
different times and areas to improve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, look, thank you. This, so, what zombie uh, wants to know if you can do an Irish accent? If what? If you can do an Irish accent. I think I could do an Irish accent. Oh, that I was... think I might be pretty good. That was actually really well. That's very impressive. Usually they're shit, so that was very impressive. Yeah. Um, listen, thank you. I really appreciate you taking time out. Good luck with your class. Good luck with the, the weekend. Congrats on the acquisition of Root and the proposed expansion of the whole great. And your relationship with the Thanks, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me Thank <laughs> you.